Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Had a whole bunch of people send me this one, including Greg, and uh, it's a story from Ars Technica, and they do great work. Ars Technica does uh, looking at uh, technology and oftentimes where the intersection is with the law in our culture. So Ashley Bellinger wrote this. Judge says that Amazon cannot claim shock that bathroom and spy cams were used as advertised. A West Virginia judge largely denied Amazon's motion to dismiss the lawsuit because, as you can imagine from that headline, they got sued for selling a bathroom spy cam that someone used as a bathroom spy cam. So a spy camera designed to look like a towel hook was purchased on Amazon and illegally used for months to capture photos of an underaged woman in her private bathroom. Amazon got sued. And by underage woman, I guess I could say girl. But the plaintiff is a former foreign exchange student who was then living in West Virginia, argued that Amazon had inspected the camera three times and its safety team had failed to prevent allegedly severe foreseeable harms that affect her today. Amazon had asked the court to throw the lawsuit out, arguing that they weren't responsible for the alleged criminal conduct harming the minor. But after nearly eight months deliberating, a judge recently largely denied the tech giant's motion to dismiss. Amazon's biggest obstacle in trying to get the judge to agree with them was seemingly the product descriptions that the platform approved. So here's the thing. Amazon is a platform that allows people to sell stuff. Now, sometimes you're buying the stuff directly from Amazon. But if you order stuff from Amazon, you'll often see it'll say, well, this product is being fulfilled by somebody else. But you're still transacting through the Amazon platform. So it goes seamlessly that way. And so I've known people who've put stuff on Amazon. And they talk about all these hoops they got to jump through. And so somewhere along the line, somebody looks at the product and goes, okay, is this appropriate for us to sell? Then they look at the description of the product. And, and let's be honest here. The number of products on Amazon means that they don't spend a lot of time looking at it, but they spend some time. So an amended complaint included a photo from Amazon's product listing that showed bathroom towels hanging on hooks that disguised the hidden camera. Text on the product image promoted the spy cams, boasting that they won't attract attention because each hook appears to be a very ordinary hook. So this is a camera designed to blend in with what's happening in a bathroom presumably so that people who are being filmed don't know it. Now, here's the thing. People are going to say, Steve, what about all these security cameras people have got all around their houses? Isn't that the same thing? No, it's not. And, and here's the distinction, okay? Let's suppose I have a security camera that is pointed at my porch. And you walk onto my porch, and unbeknownst to you, you're being videotaped, okay? Well, number one, if you looked up, you'll see the camera. It's not that hard to see. But let's assume it's a ring camera that's built into the actual doorbell button, okay? You didn't see it. You didn't know it was there. The question is, where can you expect privacy? And so, standing on a stranger's porch uninvited, you have a hard time saying, but I thought that was, I thought I'd be private there. I thought, okay, in a bathroom at someone else's house with the door closed, Yes, you assume that you got some privacy in there. That is one that society is going to uphold. Now, you might say, but Steve, this girl lived in the house. 
Can she expect privacy in this bathroom? And then you realize, oh, yes, she can. She should be able to. She should. So because Amazon approved the product descriptions suggesting consumers use the spy cam to record private moments in a bathroom, Amazon cannot claim shock when a consumer does just that. And that's the U.S. District Judge writing that in the opinion. These allegations raise a reasonable inference. Amazon sold a camera knowing it would be used to record a third party in a bathroom without their consent. Perhaps most alarming to the plaintiff, Amazon's product safety team specifically inspected the cameras to ensure that Amazon wasn't helping a product being used to infringe privacy, surreptitiously record others for inappropriate purposes, or create and store illegal material involving children. That review allegedly did not prevent the spy cam from being used to do just that, the lawsuit alleged, putting consumers at risk of alleged harms suffered by the plaintiff, including all kinds of things she's complained of, such as chronic tremors, insomnia, headaches, nausea, hypotension with associated blurred vision, dizziness, overeating, avoidance behavior, and paranoia. I can see someone getting paranoid after finding out that they were being filmed in the bathroom as a child. So in addition to refusing blame, Amazon unsuccessfully argued that none of those harms could be considered physical injury. (laughs) To the contrary, the judge wrote that if proven, the plaintiff's physical harms are considered severe because emotional trauma inflicted during a child's tender years has an indelible effect from which they may never recover. Now, a lawyer for the plaintiff told Ars Technica that he thinks this is an important issue for the court to explore. He commended the court for making the right decision after taking its time to provide a thorough legal analysis on legal theories that he said haven't come up a lot with today's technology. So the article goes on and on. Ars Technica did reach out to Amazon for comment. I don't believe they got one by the time this article ran. But I'm going to stop there with respect to the article. But I'm going to point something out. Some people are going to say, Steve, it's still a stretch. It is still a stretch. Because they sell something and it gets used illegally. And there's all kinds of things on there that could be used both legally and illegally. So let's, let's, let's suppose that you bought that bathroom hook um, and put it in your house. And there's never anyone in your house but you. You never have guests over. You're a hermit. And you suspect somebody is sneaking into your house and you're not there by climbing into the bathroom window and then exiting out the bathroom window. And so you put that camera there and you caught them in the act. That is a burglar breaking into your house through the bathroom. And you caught them on that camera. They can't sue you and say, I had a reasonable expectation of privacy in a home I was breaking into, and I thought by breaking into the bathroom, I'd get some privacy. No, that's absurd. So understand that these facts here are quite unusual. And what the judge said here is not that this woman and her side win. He didn't say that. He said that the case doesn't get thrown out now. So procedurally, this is something that confuses a lot of people. Someone files a lawsuit. I sue somebody. Let's assume I'm the plaintiff and I sue the defendant. I claim they wronged me. They owe me some kind of compensation to make me whole. So I sue them. Okay? Somewhere down the road, they can go into court and say, Your Honor, we want this case thrown out because there are technical deficiencies, either with the legal theory or the lawsuit itself or the facts that he's pled. There's something wrong with this case where you can look at it now and throw it out. 
And it's often called summary judgment or summary disposition, depending on the state you're in. And so a judge can look at the case and decide whether or not it deserves to go to trial. Let's assume that we're talking about a jury trial, okay? And so if the judge says, no, you know something, I've read the complaint. The complaint actually states a claim, and uh, there's no deficiencies in it. And the facts that they've alleged appear to be stuff that they can prove. I'm going to let it go to a jury. So that would be what happened here. The judge simply didn't throw it out early. This means it could then go to a jury. Now, it could settle before that or something else could happen. But procedurally, we're talking about is it simply will now, presumably, go to a jury. And a jury could decide, you know something? Yeah, it's a spy cam and Amazon sells it, but it has both legitimate uses and illegitimate uses. And which of those it gets used for isn't up to Amazon. It's up to people who buy it. So who's most at fault here? The people who bought it and used it incorrectly. Okay? And so a jury very well could come back and say that. And so I assume that at trial, the jury will be given instructions and told, you know, if you find in favor of the plaintiff, you're going to be asked to do two things. Assign blame and attach a dollar value to it. So in other words, you're going to say, we think that Amazon is on the hook or they're not on the hook, or we think the person who bought it is on the hook or not on the hook, or some mixture thereof, and then how much they're on the hook for. So this case still could go to trial, and the person who's suing might still get nothing. It's possible. We don't know. We don't know. So I've seen jury verdicts come back at zero many times, and I've seen them come back at numbers way off the scale in the other direction. And it's surprising how often you cannot predict that. Even good attorneys can never tell what a jury is going to do. So this simply means this case lives on and the plaintiff lives to fight another day. Will she win? Hard to say. Will she win against Amazon? That still might be an uphill battle. But as many people are going to note, if I don't say it out loud right now, and they'll still note it either way, is that Amazon's got very, very deep pockets. And there's always the possibility that the jury could say, well, it's primarily the guy's fault, but he doesn't have the kind of money Amazon does, and Amazon will miss a few million dollars. So let's assign a bunch to Amazon. So that could happen also, at which point it goes up on appeal as they try to reduce the award. Another story altogether for another day. So Greg and everybody else, thank you very much. Ars Technica, great piece. Ashley Bellinger, Judge Amazon cannot claim shock that bathroom spy cams were used as advertised. They used the spy cam as a spy cam. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. If it's true that our species is alone in the universe, then I'd have to say the universe aimed rather low and settled for very little.